0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
2: Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. I've shared with you a lesson I learned from a 16-year-old young man who was in an environment with peers he'd never met, with instructors and leaders, and he kind of had judged a lot of them in terms of who he might get along with, who he wouldn't relate to. But then he shared with me that he said, if you create space, If you let them, people will surprise you, and that's such an important thing. We prejudge or we become uh, preemptively offended uh, by those we think might disagree with us or might think differently than us, and I'm going to give you a chance to be surprised today. Uh, This was a surprise to me. Uh, I received this from a a good friend over the weekend, and it was an interview conducted actually a couple of years ago. With Justice Sonia Sotomayor. She sat down with David Rubenstein. They were uh, talking about her life and her experience uh, as a judge and particularly as a Supreme Court justice. And it was just a a real interesting, wide-ranging conversation. Uh, But during the interview, uh, Justice uh, Sotomayor was asked by David Rubenstein about the Bible she was sworn in on to become a justice to the Supreme Court. Uh, He hinted that uh, he was sure it must have been a family Bible. But Justice Sotomayor explained that that's not what she was sworn in on, that she was actually sworn in on what she called a Mormon Bible. She said that years before, she had sentenced a Mormon defendant uh, at the time, and she told those that were in the courtroom that day that she had been impressed by those of that religion and uh, still, she issued the sentence. Uh, it was interesting to note, she uh, she said she probably would have done a different sentence if it were today. Uh, she, I think she was hinting she might have been a little more harsh than she would normally would have been. But after the sentence uh, was given, Justice Sotomayor, this was before she was on the Supreme Court, she received a package from this defendant, uh, who is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, from uh, his mother. And... This package arrived, and she did what you always have to do as a judge when a package arrives at the courthouse. uh, She called in the marshals to investigate.
1: Take a listen to this. And they open the box, and they show me a second. They say there's a second box. Um, Then they open a third. Um, And in the third box, there's a Mormon Bible. And I look at it. And um, she had sent it with a note explaining that I had spoken about their religion and that she thought I should learn more about it. And so she had sent me a Bible. Now, as judges in the room would know, I can't accept gifts, and certainly not from a defendant's mother. (laughs) And so I thought long and hard about what I could do, because sending it back seemed like the wrong thing to do. So I, call, I had my assistant call the Library of Congress to find out the value of the Bible. And I made out a money order made out to her with a note thanking her and telling her I couldn't accept the book as a gift, but I could pay for the book. And so I sent her the money order and said, please cash it or, um, and I will happily keep the book.
2: So that's Justice Sonia Sotomayor. Uh, explaining this amazing experience of giving a sentence, uh, having a mother send, uh, again, what the justice called a Mormon Bible, a Book of Mormon, and that it clearly impacted her in a significant way because she used that to be sworn in. She put her hand on a copy of the Book of Mormon or Mormon Bible, as she called it, uh, to be sworn in. As a justice on the United States Supreme Court, that was a surprising moment to me, an interesting moment uh, from Justice Sotomayor, and it causes you to think uh, a little differently about how she approaches her job as a judge. Too often, we say, "Oh, well, she's you know she's part of that liberal wing of the Supreme Court," and while that is a true statement, it's also important that we look at how she thinks and how she is surprised. And what is it that motivates her when it comes to justice and mercy and the law? Also interesting, Justice Sotomayor went on to talk about how the justices from across the spectrum on the Supreme Court actually make each other a little bit better.
1: My colleagues are super, super smart, um, and they challenge you at every step. We challenge each other. Um, one of the wonderful things of being on a court of, with people who are this smart and this engaged in legal questions is you make each other's opinions better. And you draft an opinion The dissents that come out force you to tighten up what you're saying um, to to approaches that are better and stronger.
2: Uh, So the justice uh, talked about that. I think that's so important to know that the justices have very important conversations and that they make each other better, that they're not just back there bickering uh, over left and right issues. They're talking about the law and how it should be applied Uh, Next was a lesson from the justice in her nomination process uh, about a partisanship that I think is really important for us today.
1: Many of the more senior senators I spoke to, and occasionally we would just get into a sort of normal conversation, and I would say, what do you think has led to the partisanship of our government? And many of them have said to me, it was when cameras went into the chamber, Because then they didn't have to be there anymore. And once they stopped being there, they stopped listening to each other and they stopped talking to each other.
2: Uh, So important. Uh, I am all for that. I think the members of Congress should have to sit in that room and debate and listen to each other. Uh, As the justice said, you know, they didn't have to listen to each other anymore. It was just on the cameras. Uh, Can we squeeze this in? I'm going to squeeze in uh, just one more real quick here if we can. Uh, The justice explained about her nomination process uh, and cameras in the courtroom or cameras in the Senate.
1: I can't tell you how many senators during the hearing of the party that didn't support me um, would ask me these horribly tough questions. And once the cameras were shut off, they were very nice to me. And there was nothing wrong with that. I'm not criticizing it. I'm just saying that the cameras change people's public persona in a way that they feel is necessary. I fear that for the court. Uh,
2: Such great insight. We're going to talk about this some more tomorrow, that the cameras in the courtroom— And the cameras in the Senate chamber or the House chamber changes everything. And while I am one of those guys who believes we need to have transparency, we also need to be careful that it doesn't stop real communication from taking place. So some great insight today from a surprising place, Justice Sonia Sotomayor. Uh, Loved her insight, loved the way she approaches a lot of things. Disagree with her on a lot of things but we can disagree and we can do it better. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one.